0: On today's Kids' Corner, Maury and Liz tried to help a lost dog.
1: Hey, there it is. (gasps) Wowie Kazowie, it's a dog. Wait a minute, that's Baxter. That's one of Granny Gecko's dogs. Oh, yeah. He looks sick. We should do something. Yeah, we should.
0: Stay tuned. It's time for Kids' Corner. Hi, Liz.
2: is a day Grandpa Anoli looks forward to. That's because it's the day he drives over to Bakerville and visits some friends in the nursing home. Today's visit went even better than usual because he brought a friend along with him.
0: I surely do appreciate you coming along with me today, Cammy.
3: Oh, my pleasure. <laughs> There's no school because of parent-teacher conferences, mm. so today was the perfect day for me to join you. Oh, that's great. Besides, I needed to complete service hours for school anyway. Well,
0: my friends in the nursing home enjoyed your report on wildlife in the savannah. Oh, oh my. So, uh, what do you plan for the rest of the day?
3: Oh, I have a few new books to read. Hmm. And then this evening, I'm going to hear Professor Delbert Craney speak at the library.
0: Ah, that evolutionist scientist fellow.
3: You know of him? Oh,
0: sure. We've actually met.
3: Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's one of my heroes. Really? His book on lizard development, From Slime to Scales, is one of my favorites.
0: Uh, he's a good writer, all right.
3: Well, then you've read the book? Oh,
0: I have. Mm-hmm. Really? You sound stunned.
3: I guess I am a little. I mean... It doesn't seem like the kind of book that would interest you.
0: Oh, I have all kinds of interests. You'd be surprised.
3: Obviously. Did you know Professor Cranius' book was being considered for our textbook at school? Oh, until some small-minded lizards voted it down.
0: Well, not all of us were small-minded. Us? I've been on the school's textbook committee for years, Cammie. I was there when we voted Professor Cranus' book down. But in fact, I voted against it myself.
3: But but why?
0: I didn't agree with his stance on lizard evolution.
3: Well, what do you mean? How could you not agree?
0: Because he wasn't teaching evolution as a theory. Like most textbooks in school these days, right? he was teaching it as fact, even though it's never been proven.
3: Well, yes, Grandpa, but theory in science is as good as fact. Mm -hmm. Well, at least until some new evidence is advanced to disprove the theory, that's a scientific method. I know,
0: I know. And I believe that evidence to disprove evolution has already been advanced.
3: Really? Mm Mm-hmm. From where? What's the source? Well, the source is... Whoa! Grandpa! I heard
0: it. I heard it. Hold on. I'm pulling over.
3: If I may pause it, I guess. I think your truck is
0: broken. I'm sure it's nothing that can't be fixed. Hang on a second. Okay.
2: Grandpa got out of the truck and popped open the hood.
0: No! Oh. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, are you okay? Yeah, fine, fine. Okay, now I see it. What is it? Ah, one of the hoses busted. Oh. Broke right in half.
3: Can it be fixed?
0: Got a spare hose with you? No. Any tape?
3: Scotch tape?
0: Uh, no, duct oh, tape.
3: Oh, well, then no again.
0: Eh, me neither.
3: What are our other choices?
0: Well, we can sit here and wait for someone to come along, or we start walking. Oh. I'll leave the choice to you.
3: Hmm. Well, there is no guarantee anyone will come by anytime mm-hmm, soon. True. And I do want to make the professor's lecture, so I guess we start walking.
0: Walking it is. After you. All right. While
2: Grandpa and Cammie were having their adventure with the truck, Liz and Maury were about to start an adventure of their own in the woods near Granny Gecko's farm.
1: Come on, Liz. We need to collect some more leaf samples for the project. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm just not sure what we're looking for. We're looking for leaves that look like this. Okay. We need as many as we can. All right. Let's load her up. Hey. Okay. Uh, what? Well, what was that? Uh, what was what? That noise. I didn't hear anything. <gasps> there it is again! Yeah. I don't know what that was. Is it one of the mutants from the planet Xenon you were telling me about? It's coming from over there. Come on, Mori, let's go check it out. What? Are you crazy? I don't want to have my brain sucked out. <gasps> Mori, that was a movie. Nobody's going to suck out your brains. Well, I'm not taking any chances. Well, I'm going to go find out what that is. Don't leave me, Liz. Well, stay here or come with. It's up to you. Oh, okay. I'll come with you. Hey, there it is. (gasps) Wowie, kazowie, it's a dog. Wait a minute. That's Baxter. That's one of Granny Gecko's dogs. Oh, yeah. He looks sick. We should do something. Yeah, we should. Hmm. Um... Do you know anything about dogs? I got bit by one once. I don't think that's going to help us. We should get Granny Gecko. We can't. She's visiting her cousin down south this week. Oh, no. What are we going to do? I got it. I got it. You stay here with Baxter. I'm going to run home. My mom once had a dog and she might know what to do. Uh, Wait. Liz, don't leave me here. I don't know what to do.
2: While Liz raced back to his house, Grandpa Anoli and Cammie were walking the back roads to terrain.
0: Oh, I, uh, I know a shortcut that'll save us some time, Cammie. It's, it's along a path through the woods. Right this way.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. So, what is the evidence?
0: Uh, I beg your pardon?
3: Well, you said you don't believe in evolution, and you have evidence to back it up.
0: Oh, Well, I said I don't believe in evolution the way modern science defines it.
3: How does modern science's definition differ from yours? Well,
0: if you define evolution as change, then I'd have to agree with it. Uh, We all change. I'm certainly not the same person I was when I was your age. (laughs) Agreed. But if you define evolution the way Professor Cranius does, Mm -hmm. intelligent life as we know it, developing over millions of years, uh, then I'd have to disagree.
3: How do you think it happened?
0: Intelligent design.
3: You mean God? Mm-hmm. That's your evidence? One
0: and the same.
3: Grandpa, we're talking about science, not mythology. <laughs> I
0: know. And I'm telling you that science actually supports the idea that God created everything. Right. Not that we evolved by accident over a period of time.
3: I've never read that in any of my science books. Well, then
0: maybe you should read some of my science books. I've got quite a collection, you know.
3: Well, I prefer books that have hard evidence about evolution. All right.
0: Then it's my turn to ask you... What evidence?
3: Well, the life around us, for starters, Mm -hmm. with its richness and complexity and diversity, it had to have taken millions of years to develop.
0: Or six days.
3: How can you say that?
0: I didn't. The Bible did. First verse. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then it goes on to describe how he made every living thing in all its richness and complexity uh, and diversity.
3: Oh, Grandpa. Uh,
0: stop a second, Cammy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, look around you. What do you see?
3: Trees, grass, grass clouds, mm-hmm. the sunshine, us. Good.
0: Now, would you say that everything you just described works together to create the environment we live in? Of course. Mm-hmm. And would you further say that it works together very well? I mean, for example, without the sunshine, plants couldn't produce oxygen.
3: Ah, yes. Photosynthesis. Photosynthesis.
0: Oh, exactly. And without clouds, it wouldn't rain. Right? And without rain, no more plants.
3: And thus, no more oxygen.
0: That's right. It's a delicate balance, isn't
3: it? Oh, indeed. Hmm? Even Earth's position with the sun is perfect. That's right. If we were any closer to the sun or any further away from the sun, we couldn't live. Right. Your point being?
0: Well, think about it. We live in the exact right environment yes. on the exact right planet True. which is the exact right position from the sun mm-hmm. with the exact atmosphere which is exactly right for us to breathe oxygen. All oh, by accident?
3: Well, there's no denying that we've been cosmically lucky.
0: <sighs> Cammie, there's no such thing as luck. No. Come on. We we better get going.
3: Okay. <clears throat>
2: While Cammy and Grandpa trudged onward, Liz ran all the way home, hardly even slowing down to open the door. Mom! Hey, 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 I'm right here, Liz. What's the matter? Something's wrong
1: with one of Granny Gecko's dogs. Oh. Maury and I found him in the woods, and he's acting really weird. Oh, dear. G- can you help? Mom, I don't think Baxter can wait. Oh, Baxter? Yeah, Mom, I don't know what to do. Mom. Maury doesn't know anything about dogs, and Granny's oh. down south. Grandpa knows oh. he's in Bakerville. Oh, all right, I... all right, all right. Calm down. I'll come, and I'll have a look. Hurry up, Mom. Baxter looks awful. I don't know if he's going to make it. Oh.
2: Liz brought his mom back to where he had left Maury with Baxter.
1: Uh, they're right over here.
2: Oh, oh, I see Baxter, but where's Maury?
1: I don't know. Our bag of is still here. Oh, hi, Baxter. Oh. How you feeling? Maury! I'm over here. What are you doing? You were supposed to be keeping an eye on Baxter. I did. I just did it from over here. What happened? I don't know. Baxter just started moving weird like... Something had taken over his body. What? Like the space mutants from planet Xenon. Maury, I keep telling you that was just a movie. Yeah, well I'm not gonna wait around and find out if it's more than just a movie. I'm going home. But Maury, we might need your help here. I don't know what I could do to help. Besides, I don't want to become a space mutant. Maury! Don't forget the leaves. Oh. Hey, what happened to Maury? Oh, mutant phobia. What? Oh, it's a long story. So, Mom, what's wrong with Baxter? Well,
2: nothing, actually. What do you
1: mean nothing? He sounds like he's about to die or
2: something. Oh, Liz, Baxter isn't a he. Huh? He's a she. He is? How do you know that? Because she's about to have puppies.
1: Puppies? Really?
2: <laughs> yes, puppies. ha, oh,
1: that's cool. Baxter's about to have puppies. Now, mm-hmm. I was afraid that... Uh, wait, B- B- Baxter's going to have puppies mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Now? Mm-hmm. Ew. Um, so, uh, well, what do we do? Oh, Beth? Um,
2: <sighs> While Mrs. Lucerta was trying to calm down both Liz and Baxter, Cammy was trying to sort out what Grandpa had told her.
3: You make a good point about intelligent design, Grandpa. Mm. But I'm not willing to abandon my belief in the tangible to chase after the supernatural.
0: (laughs) Not convinced yet, huh?
3: No.
0: Uh, Hang on a second. All right. Here's something I can use to explain this to you.
3: It's just an old shoebox. Mm -hmm.
0: And you're saying that what keeps you from believing in God is that you don't want to believe in anything you can't see or touch. Oh, yes. Anything you can't poke, prod with a stick, or... Putting a box like this doesn't exist. Am I close?
3: Of course. Mm -hmm. How can I believe in something I can't see? Fair
0: enough. All right, so if I close this box up like this, mm -hmm. what's inside? Nothing. Are you sure?
3: Well, unless you are referring to air. Of course the box is full of air. Is
0: it? Let's look.
3: All right. Mm
0: -hmm. Now, now how do you know there's air in here? Can you see it?
3: Well, no. Mm
0: -hmm. Let's try something else. See this?
3: It's an acorn. Yeah,
0: now watch. Watch what happens when I throw it in the air.
3: It came down. Why? Gravity. Uh,
0: what are you talking about? Gravity. Mm.
3: It's like a big magnet in the earth that keeps everything from flying off into space. Oh,
0: and have you ever seen a big magnet in the earth?
3: Well, no. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, do you get along with your family, Cammy? Sure I do. How do you feel about your parents?
3: I love them.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, could you do me a favor? Uh, Could you cut me off a pound of that love? No. I'd like to see what that looks like.
3: Okay, you made your point. (laughs) There are things that exist that I can't see, hold, poke, or prod with a stick. That's
0: right. Just like God.
3: But science can explain the existence of air and gravity, Mm. and physiology can even explain the existence of love. Neither one can prove God exists. So how can you be so sure he does?
0: Oh, Look over here.
3: It's an anthill. Yeah. There are some in my backyard. Uh, what do you know about them, Cammy? They're almost totally blind. Mm-hmm. They're guided by smell, taste, and touch. And though they are among the smallest of creatures, they are also among the most powerful, possessing the ability to lift nearly 50 times their own weight.
0: Can you imagine lifting 50 <sighs> other Cammies?
3: <laughs> Not even on my best day. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Let's get moving and let the ants get back to work. All right. Now, we we look at ants and think they're nothing but tiny, six-legged insects. Yes. Well, the truth is, these ant hills they make are like the big churches we make, or the skyscrapers you see in big cities.
3: They are impressive.
0: And that's the way that God created them. It's pretty amazing, huh?
3: Indeed.
2: O- okay, Liz. Uh, just try to keep her comfortable. Okay.
1: Uh, shouldn't I go boil some water or something? <laughs> no,
2: just stay here and keep an eye on her. Okay. I'm going to um, go find some help.
1: Uh, wait, w- what? You're leaving?
2: I'm going to go see if Doc Grimm's around. Um, uh, he's the only veterinarian I know, and I'd be more comfortable if he's here. I forgot about Doc Grimm. Just watch her, Liz, and don't get too close. Uh, okay. She might snap at
1: you. Oh, uh, all right, but Mom, uh, hurry back. I will. Oh. Well, Baxter, I guess it's just you and me for a
3: while. Oh, hang on, girl. Ah, just what I've been looking for. What's that? You see, Grandpa? Oh, yeah,
0: a cocoon. Yes. It looks like it just opened, too. Look at
3: Indeed. That. There's the butterfly. <laughs> and it's a splendid example of evolution as well. Oh, really?
0: Yeah, what makes you say that?
3: The caterpillar spins a cocoon around itself and then evolves into a butterfly. Mm -hmm. A triumph of evolution, wouldn't you agree?
0: I suppose a caterpillar changing into a butterfly as part of its normal life cycle could be considered evolution. Like I said, things do change.
3: That's what I've been
0: saying. But that's a lot different than what your hero Delbert Cranius believes. How so? Well, Cranius holds that we all evolved from a one-cell organism through a series of accidents over millions and millions of years. Yes. But caterpillars don't change by accident into butterflies. God designed them to make that change. Uh, How much do you know about monarch butterflies?
3: They are black and orange. Mm -hmm. They fly south for the winter, just like several species of birds. That's right. Then when monarchs fly back north for the summer, Mm -hmm. they lay eggs in the fir trees along the way. Those eggs hatch into caterpillars, which then turn into more monarch butterflies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Those butterflies migrate south for the winter, too. They
0: migrate, too. That's right. Excellent.
3: I suppose you're going to tell me that somehow proves the existence of God?
0: Absolutely. In
3: what way?
0: Well, uh, how do those butterflies know to fly south? They never meet their parents or even any other monarchs that are older than them. Yet somehow they know to fly south when it gets cold.
3: They simply have a strong instinct.
0: Exactly. An instinct that God gave them. Animals and insects often know what to do even when we don't.
3: Hmm. We should push on.
0: No, let's go this way.
2: Liz didn't know what to do. Baxter was ready to give birth to puppies, and he was the only one there to help.
1: Okay, uh, Baxter, now just um, relax. <laughs> I mean, uh, dogs have been having puppies for hundreds of years, right? You're going to be just fine. Oh, take it easy, boy. Uh, I mean, girl. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. <sighs> okay, Liz, uh, you take it easy. You're going to hyperventilate. Now, come on, breathe it easy. Relax, okay. relax. Ah, oh, okay, all right. Um, uh, uh, what is it, Baxter? Are you... Wait, you're gonna... You're gonna... Whoa, whoa, you're having your puppies now? Uh, no, uh, stop. Uh, whoa, dog, stop. Uh, wait till Mom gets back. Come on, Baxter! Okay, all right, fine. Uh, I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna have a little lie down over here.
2: The next thing Liz knew, his mom was hovering over him, gently shaking him awake. Liz, wake up. Liz? Oh,
1: oh, where am
2: I? Oh, it's okay, Liz. Oh, oh, Mom, how's Baxter? Baxter is the proud mother of three puppies. Oh, Granny, you're here. Yes, I came back early. You know how family is. Yeah, I get tired of them sometimes, too. Oh, thanks, Liz. Oh, not you, Mom. (laughs) Oh, Oh, no, no, that's not what I meant. I was talking about Baxter. I and mean, she is my family, and I hope to get back here before she had her puppies. I suppose, though, it looks like I was a couple minutes too late.
1: Oh, Baxter. Look at them.
2: They're so cute. Oh, yes, she's a happy mama. It's a good thing Baxter knew what to do. She didn't want to wait till I got back with Dr. Grimm, no. and Liz here wasn't any help at all, <laughs> what with being passed out and all. Well, yeah. it sure is amazing how God created us, and here are three brand new examples of that. Well, four if you count Baxter. Uh, Granny, can I ask you something? Oh, sure. Why did you name her Baxter? Yeah. I named her after my own granny, Baxter. Well, I couldn't very well call my dog Granny, could I? Because she'd come running every time someone called me. (laughs) (laughs) And as Baxter reveled in her new motherhood, Grandpa Anoli and Cammie at last arrived at the Tureen city limits.
3: Back to civilization.
0: Well, I didn't expect our simple trip to turn into such an adventure.
3: It was most enjoyable and sure. quite educational. Well,
0: it's fun to be able to talk to someone about scientific things, Thanks. you know. Between you and me, there aren't many people in town I can have a chinwag <laughs> like this with.
3: Oh, I share your sentiment.
0: Now, what do you think about what I said?
3: Well, while I find your theories both intriguing and illuminating... Mm-hmm. I still lean toward evolution as the explanation for our existence.
0: Well, I understand. But I want to show you one last thing before you go.
3: Your watch? Yeah.
0: Ever tell you how I got it? No. It's the most incredible thing. Oh. Would you believe I took all these pieces, uh, everything I needed, and put them all in a little box. Okay. And then I started shaking it. I shook it and shook it all day, then all week, and then all year. Ah. In fact, I kept shaking it for a whole bunch of years. Then one day, I opened the box, and inside was this watch. Mm. It kept perfect time. 60 seconds to a minute, 60 minutes to an hour, 24 hours in a day. It has a calendar that keeps the exact date. Uh, The liquid crystal display works, too. And look at this. I press this button here, and it lights up.
3: Oh, no, I wouldn't believe any of that. You're just being silly.
0: (laughs) I'm being silly?
3: Of course. There's no way you can make a watch like that just by shaking a box filled with pieces. Well,
0: if you don't believe that, then how can you believe that your eyes, which you see in three dimensions, by the way, in color, can make out depth perception and automatically adjust focus and adapt to light changes, how can you believe that your eyes are an accident of time? Psalm 104, verse 24 says, "Lord, you have made so many things; how wise you were when you made all of them! The earth is full of your creatures."
3: So you're saying everything was created by God?
0: That's exactly what I'm saying, Cammy, and exactly what Delbert Cranius is insane. No. Uh, You're familiar with Occam's razor, aren't you?
3: Of course. Mm -hmm. It's the scientific principle that says when we are presented with two models that agree equally with the observations, we should prefer the simpler of the two.
0: Well, I don't know about you, but evolution sounds pretty complex to me.
3: Mm.
0: It's at least something to consider, wouldn't you say?
3: Indeed I would. In fact, I would say I have a great deal to consider this evening. Uh,
0: What about Delbert Cranius? I
3: think I need to find a new hero. I'll see you later, Grandpa.
0: <laughs> Bye-bye, Cammy. Bye. Help her find you, Lord. Help her make you her new hero.
2: Both Cammy and Liz learned valuable lessons about God's creation today. The Bible says in John chapter 1, All things were made through Him. Nothing that has been made was made without Him. That doesn't leave anything that God didn't make. And as Grandpa Annoli showed, God has a perfect plan for everything, from tiny ants to the whole planet. It's encouraging to know that God is in control of everything, and we are not part of a big cosmic accident. Isn't it great to know that the Creator of the universe also took the time to make you? That's how important we are to Him.